What's up, brother? Oh, man, living another day, breathing every day. What's going on, man? That's all life's about. What do you say? If you can control your breath, no one else can control you. Absolutely. That's why we should stay stroked up, stimulating our mind every day. <laughs> stroked up. Welcome back to Stroke, the Art of Mental Stimulation, everybody. You already know what time it is, where we dive into subject that depths that most people aren't willing to go. I mean, we touch it from all different type of places, you might hear some stuff that we probably never thought to ourselves, and it just comes out when we get on this mic. Raw nature, everything is straight from God, straight from the heart, straight from us. Some of it might be facts, some of it might be just our opinion, but it is what it is. Let's go. And that's why you got straw on the mic and you got my soulmate. Hey, soulmate. What's up? You got D-Love. That's what's up. See, one of the most beautiful things about connections is sometimes we will miss it and we will not be connected to something that can build us to a different place. Mm. A lot of people, man, they don't know nothing about that. But, you know, we're trying to introduce you to that lifestyle, different types of love. Everything don't have to be romantic all the time. Sometimes you just build real connections with people you see walking beside you, walking next to you every day. Right. So one of the things that we definitely want to do is bring our children into the future and build a different world, right? Man, I just want our children to make it to the future right now, man. Right now, man, looking kind of kind of dim around here. It's like mm-hmm. it's, it's real gloomy when it comes to these kids. Well, it's as if they have no future because nobody's teaching them, raising them, or putting any type of information in them that can make them better as a person. Well, you hit it when you said make them better because I was about to say they're putting information into them. They're, they're, pro, they're programmed yes. right now. And they may yes. be uh, part of the problem, man. So uh, what we, what we what we talking about tonight? What we got going well, on? T- tonight we want to talk about our sons. Okay. You know, these are supposed to be, you know, instrumental people, a part of our lives. Okay. Obviously, we're all instrumental, whether you're male or female, right? Correct. Right. But one of the things that we have to build as a foundation as well mm-hmm. is that we got to teach our sons to be better men. Our males right now are dying at an alarming rate. And, man, you can't help but to open your eyes to that right now. Every day you look up, it's a, a child dying, 15, 14, 17. I mean, it's, there's no age limit. It used to be a time when you feel like kids that age were off limits. Well, the scary thought is most males are not making it to 25 when you start looking at certain communities. Right, 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 man. Are you talking about mostly impoverished? Mostly. Mostly impoverished communities. Absolutely. When you think about communities where they're poor and you have, you know, conditioned thoughts that exist in a, at a high rate. And when I say that, I mean, they're starting to hustle on the streets at 13, 14, 15 years of age. Uh, some younger than that, depending on what country you live in. 
You know the reason for that, right? Right about me. Number one is uh, I think a lot more in that area of fatherless homes. Absolutely. Right. No male role models to really look up to. Right. And most people are going to say that the male is typically going to be the disciplinary, right? Right. So when we have no discipline, we have no structure, we have no future. Right. I find a lot of cases, too, because uh, males are missing out of the household that mothers are trying to, you know, accommodate that. They're trying to enable the kids. They're giving them more things. They're not telling them no enough because they think they got to make up for that situation, whether the father's just dead, he just dead beat, so he didn't want to be there, or in jail. So technically speaking, we're building a, a male that's going to be a softer figure that doesn't understand discipline. Right. Basically. I mean, that's how that line runs, right? Right, right. I think that's a big issue, though, because a lot of parents, you grew up, a lot of parents grew up with a lifestyle that may not be what they're giving the kids. And what do everybody always say? I want you to have what I More didn't have. More than I have. I want you to have what I didn't have. And they forget the discipline. They forget that being told no at times, that taught us something. Right. It taught you responsibility and accountability, whether you realize it or not. Right. When you had to learn what no meant, you had to do something different. Right, right, right. So automatically at that moment, you start looking at yourself like, okay, well, what did I do wrong or, or what do I need to do? To it was be able, go ahead. No, to be able to attain that. Yeah, it was preparing us for the world, really, because you're not going to always say yes in the world. Well, no. In the world, you're not going to always say yes. And these kids, they're not used to being told no to anything. I mean, I know people personally, they're not used to being told for anything. And they really, their feelings are hurt. They're, I mean, they go into a shell. So that means they're overly sensitive at that point? Overly sensitive. And that's why the, uh, the suicide rate is super high right now among kids right now. Because they know how not to deal with any emotion or any troubles that exist in the world. Right. Because I read a statistic that 35% of gun deaths among children are and teens are suicides. Right. <laughs> and look, you can put that to male or female sometimes. Right. That is male or female. Right. And 65% is the other flip side, the highest one, gun violence. I mean, not gun violence, homicide. 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 Like, we, they're killing each other. Yeah. One of the things that we got a problem with is, is that we're not connected as people. So if you take a parent that's supposed to guide a child. Okay. That parent is no longer uh, connected to that child when they only see him as their friend. True. You know, when you understand the principle of, you know, bringing the future into the present, mm -hmm. you have to guide that youth to a better path. Right. If you're not trying to do that, then you're disconnected. Mm -hmm. It means you had no connection of that type of guidance. And all you saw in that life at that particular time was that you felt like your parents were maybe too rough. They were insensitive. Right. And don't get me wrong, that, that very well can be true. I mean, communication. You can learn to communicate with your kid without being their friend at the same time. I mean, you can... You can still uh, parent them <laughs> and yes. teach them everything you have to teach them while still telling them no. Well, we're not going to say telling them no. Setting boundaries. That's it. Setting boundaries. Yeah. Understand that when we live in a society, there are going to be certain rules that exist. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. Now, you got to work within that frame. Okay. And we live in a social media world, too, man. I mean, good as the new technology is and social media, being able to do things a little faster, reaching a broader audience, it's also hurting them at a large rate, too, because... Social media is raising kids now. Absolutely. <laughs> Social media and, and the media are definitely raising kids, especially in these homes where you just throw them a tablet, you, they're in their room all day, you don't know what they're doing. That's who's raising the kids, and that's the message they're sending out to them. All, all you right. hear about on songs and music is right. guns. Uh, they're desensitized. All the videos on Facebook and Instagram is videos. You can see people getting killed on live and everything. So that stuff doesn't mean anything to them anymore. They see it every day. So let me stress the importance of this. 
You know, one of the struggles that we have in impoverished communities when it comes to boys, by the time they are seven years old, you might have lost them if you did not put any type of structure in their uh, mentality. Okay. You know, by the time we're seven, we start formulating ideas. Okay. I mean, we have conceptions. Right. These conceptions can become concrete by this time if we're not careful. Right. I think at um, seven, yeah, around that age, but when they start getting towards, like, middle school, teenage, that's when all that peer pressure coming in. They're around kids from different environment, different household. And sometimes that pressure can be bigger than everything you put inside of them, everything you tried to teach them, too. But so you got to continually guide them. They're not adults when they become the, the teenage years. They're not. Their brain is not fully developed. Nope. I'm still learning. So I know they don't have it down packed at no, 13, 14, gotta, 15 years old. I agree with you so, man, so wholeheartedly. But the problem becomes by the time you're 13 years of age, these ideas can become concrete at that point. Right, right, right. I mean, like, this becomes your ideology. Mm -hmm. So whatever we allow to exist or what permissions we allow as parents, not giving any guidance because we're being soft and we're saying we're making promises to them that we didn't get. We're trying to afford them or whatever the case may be, right? By the time they're 13 years old, whether it's music, social media, TV, their friends, you know, their associates or whatever the case may be, by that time, these ideas become concrete. So we right. have to be careful. If we don't tackle this before that, we will lose our sons. Right. The new media, though, when you listen to every song now, it, it's become cool to kill people. You get cool points for killing people <laughs> now. You get strikes like for a, going to jail. Sound for, like a video game. That's what it is. I mean, they've confused reality with whatever social media is, and none of that stuff is real. People are putting in front of you what, what they want you to see their life like. You don't so see behind you, the scenes. When you say something like that, that makes me think about something so simple as taking a breath. See, a video game happens pretty quickly, pretty fast. Okay. You know, and it also seems like seems like instant gratification. It seems like imaginary. Yes. Um, you know, it's fake. It's not real. Right. So what happens is when you step into reality again, Right. You're not distinguishing the two. Mm-hmm. See, that's why it's so crucial that when we're raising a kid, especially a little boy who might automatically seem a little bit more aggressive because testosterone exists. Yes. So by the time they're seven years old, you're about, now any female that's a single mom mm-hmm. gets to see this extremely hyper seven year old boy okay. because that testosterone, that testosterone seems extremely strong. He's hyper. He has nothing to do with that energy. Okay. But if we don't balance that, by the time they enter their teenage years, you might lose them to the streets. So what do you think you do with that? Hey, what, what, put them into activities or something? Uh, sports? Keep, always keep them on the go? Keep them doing something? Well, I'm a big believer in always keeping the mind active. Okay. You know, I don't want to drop the Bible on this, but, you know, 1 Corinthians 15, 8 talks about, you know, having plenty to do in the work of the Lord. Simply... The principle means to have plenty to do, keep your mind occupied in something that's extremely positive. Right. So if we're not doing that for our children, especially boys, since they're extra hyper with the T. Okay. They might lose themselves in their aggression and find it somewhere else. And we might lose our little boys. I mean, I think we're losing that social media just plays a big play. Like, what do you see? Not boys. I'm talking about boys and girls, too. Okay. Got all these Instagram models. Got all these rappers. They're wearing certain type of clothes. Their shirts, two, $300 or more. Like, all the kids got to have designer everything now where material things are defining them. They mm-hmm. don't know who they are. Without those material things, like, 
They go crazy. They'll do anything oh, to get that stuff. You, you simply said it. They're not identifying themselves anymore. They don't have an identity. They identify only with the images in front of them. Right. That's a huge problem. Right. Because everybody's glorifying find, it. Right. But you have to find yourself first. And, and I mean, we're, if, if we're not teaching our kids to find who they are, what their likes really are, uh, dislikes are, right? then we're not doing them any justice and building them to the future. Mm-hmm. So what do you suggest we do with this problem, though? Like, um, I don't know, consumerism, number one. Uh, but that's, the media is always going to be there because I remember when I was younger, we had a little Boosie, Webby, all of that. I got that iron. I got that iron. We sung the songs. Okay. We we went along with that lifestyle. We wanted to be cool. We wanted to wear the clothes or whatever. But they were more so talking about pimping and having money and having cars. So I, I can understand how that happens. I, I can understand how people get caught up into that because I did it. But where did the gunplay become such a big thing? That's the part. Because well, they're going to listen. Technically speaking, that's always been there and it's going to consistently be there. It just sounds a little different in recent times. You know, there's a saying, there's nothing new on the sun. Yeah, but childhood death, child and teen death is the highest it's ever been. 2022 is at the largest rate that it's ever been. They did a study of the the richest co- uh, countries, the highest producing countries, and the uh, United States was responsible for 97% of the death, the gun deaths mm-hmm. when it comes to kids. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> yeah. Well, you want to know what we should do? Okay. We should try our best to... Do what the old folks used to say. Mm. I remember uh, being told by some of my greats and my grands that, you know, I hope you know the music you listen to influence you. Right. But music, it's going to always be there. It always been there. Absolutely. Well, let's be selective. That's one of the things they tried to teach us, but we didn't pay any attention. Are we really as kids, though? We're going to want to do whatever we see our peers doing, whatever music we hear to listen to. So do you think that's what, what parents supposed to come as far as oh, setting absolutely. boundaries. But can you keep an eye on everything? Not everything, but here you go. You talked about soft parenting, right? Okay. So if we were more strict as a whole community, right? what do you think the children would do collectively? Yeah. Collectively, I understand what you're saying, but children really don't respect adults anymore because they feel equal to the adults. Because think about on social media before you're having a conversation. Now you're talking about exposure, what, what but I'm you, listening. You're having a conversation, what do they say? Stay out of a grown person's conversation. You used, to we, have to, you used to have to get back. And we got to change that. That wasn't planned. Now, how can you? Because social media, you come in on a, a post, you got like a 13-year-old got an account, they come in on a post too, they laughing with you, they talking with you. We, we talking collectively as a group. So they think, in their mind, go, they think we're all the same. Because we're going everybody's back to, living in that world, not this now world. Now we're going back to parental guidance. Right. So, but, so okay. let your child roam free? I mean, yeah. So let me ask you a question. We'll, we'll put this analogy into play. So social media is a representation of a society, right? Okay. So you telling me that you let your 9-year-old, your 10-year-old, your 12-year-old, hey, look, go out in the street. It's that's what they're doing, though. 9 o'clock, you. 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night. That's a great point. See? that's what Go we ahead. Do. Run out there. That's a great point, man. So we have to show some parental guidance. We can't be soft in that category. So we have to get if that back. Man, we have to if we want to build a better society for our children. Right. And we want our children to build a, a better society for our great-grandchildren. Right, because it has to be a change. Just right now, it's just not looking good, man. I mean, I see kids disrespecting adults all the time. Man, teachers are having a terrible time. High school? A teacher trying to teach a high school student who feel like I'm equal to you? They're not listening the same? I mean, they're fighting teachers? So we're dealing with entitlement. <clears throat> Very much so. I mean, there is absolutely no balance, no respect, right? Yeah, none of that, man. 
Man, we can't do that, dude. We, we absolutely cannot. So, look, I want to address a couple of things. Okay. So, when it comes to music, TV, media, right? Okay. We have all of that existing in our society. What happens is when we're a young for age, now don't get it twisted. Even as you reach your adulthood, okay. you're still influential. The sad part is when you're a teenager or a young person, it can be a bigger imprint. So it can become concrete in your mind. And if you have no guidance, then you're going to end up in a bad, dangerous situation. Right. But, you know, uh, technological advances are they're moving faster and faster. So I'm just really trying to see what do you do with this problem? Because it's only going to get worse. So, like you say, just have to start with the adults, including right in the mu- in the music industry. Like mm-hmm. the people who have that platform, they're gonna have to use it in a better way because if they're talking about guns, if they're talking about glorifying materialism. That's what the kids gonna go. So, about. let me ask you this question then. So, do we expect people that are making money? Yes. That get paid off of sales, right? Do we expect them to make any changes? We don't, but that's always going to be there. So, so at the end of the day, it has to start in the household with the parent. It's on us, man. Right, right, right. Right back at home. Okay. Right back in our communities. Okay. You know, like they say, the, what does it take to and, take care of a child? And What does it take to take care of a child? A community? It does. A village. A village to raise a child. Because <laughs> I'm just thinking back to the point. Like, I did things. I didn't, my parents told me things. I didn't listen to everything they said. I still got out there. I still wanted to figure things out on my own. It's like the more you're told no about something, the more you want to go out there and figure it out. Well, but yeah. they did, what they did do is still that fear in me. Like when I did something, I was like, oh, I'll get in trouble. Yeah, but what oh, happens I'll... it, right, but what ended up happening is, you know, take yourself, right? You didn't like the feeling, so you have a child, so you don't do that. That's what they're doing. Because you didn't like the feeling. Right. See, the problem is we don't understand our emotion at that particular point. Got you. So we can't deal with our emotions, so we don't pass that emotion on to our child. Right. The problem is we didn't know how to deal with that emotion, so we can instruct our child. Right. I mean, so that played the bigger part, though. Like You hit it on the head right there. We didn't like the feeling of what it felt like getting yelled at. So when I have my child, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to be understanding because I was out there doing that. So I know mm-hmm. what it's like, and I know they're going to be okay. It's a different world they live in. Yeah. It's a very different world. So communication and understand what the emotion is. So that's the betterment of what we can do for you know the generations coming up behind us. Okay. You know, and again, if, if you want to address uh, young boys dying before they're 25, we magnify that because typically a female is going to be a little bit more mature. Right. You know, in those situations, because they have to deal with a little bit more on a, on a feminine level, which right. I respect on a great, great level. I, I'm, I'm so grateful. <laughs> <laughs> but the sad part is, you know, little boys don't have the opportunity to get that type of nurture, that type of affection, that type of instruction. And sadly, because they don't have what they claim is the father figure as the disciplinary, they don't have that type of discipline in their life. That's what they need because they're getting the affection and getting too much of it in excess because the mother's trying to make up for it with these boys. I, I don't say they make them soft because they, they need that type of love too, but right. that's what they're doing. They're putting it on thick. Right. They're trying to make up for something. And right. so in, in the end, man, if it's not that balanced, man, which probably confuses short. the little boy because the little boy at that particular point probably don't understand what that emotion is uh, drumming in. Right. Especially when he goes outside. <laughs> exactly, man. It's like they live in the world in this uh, fairy tale land, like you said, like they're playing a video game. And then when they commit these murders or do these crimes and they go to jail and these bars hit them, you 17, 18 years old, they give you 25 years to life. Reality hits. 
It's not reality to them. This world is not real to them until reality hits. And you don't want to be behind them bars. Right. (laughs) Or they closing the casket, and now you're looking from the outside in. (laughs) Now it's game over. From somewhere. Since you like to play games. From somewhere. Right. (laughs) From somewhere. Yeah. We don't know where they're looking from, but yeah. They say all dogs go to heaven, but uh, I don't know. I don't know what they say about kids. I'm, I'm hoping. Not we're, not gonna, <laughs> we're not going to go there, man. But look, I want to highlight one other point okay. that uh, resonates in my brain. Freedom, mm-hmm. responsibilities, respect, uh, respect, affection, and nurture. See, a part of me says what we want to do for our children is afford some freedom, show them responsibilities, right. make sure they understand respect. They have to feel affection so that they can display it. Right. Nurture becomes the result of that. Okay. We become nurturers, which means we're more connected to the nature in which God created. So what I think, though, the conversation I would have with a kid, a son, if I had one, I don't know. I let them know. When you go into this world, when you go to school, you're going to see everybody doing things one way. I mean, you don't have to let that define you. You don't have to go that way. And I would paint the picture of what that particular way the bad way, because, you know, you got good people in the world, too. I, I paint the picture of what that's going to look like. I think I would even go to the extreme. Me, <laughs> I probably would take them to visit the jail. Like, we had it locked up. But I let them visit it. I take them to a graveyard. I, I, I put the fear. I go the extra that. step, the extra step to try to save my kid. I let them know. I wouldn't want them into materialism. I always say this to people. Anybody who knows me, I always say this. I say, if you like clothes and you like those trends and you like those expensive stuff, you like it because you like it. I don't care if it's out of style, it's out of date. If you like it, buy it. But if you buy something just to keep up with the Joneses and keep up with what everybody else has on, to be, keep up with everybody in school, I mean, you're trying to be the same, man. You're different. You're built to stand out. You have right. your own mind. Right. right now, you're a robot. You're yeah. conditioned. Don't just fit into the norm of society. Exactly, don't, man. You know, yeah. Right. You know, it's crazy you brought that up and you made me think of something. You know, it's kind of testimonial. But I remember being a young boy and they took me to the prison. Oh, okay. And you just made me go back on the thought. Maybe that's one of the reasons why I had certain ideas that existed in my mind, and I made it out as a boy. Why you always say, I can't go to jail? (laughs) You always say that. You're not made for that. They scared you, scared you straight, what they call it. (laughs) I guess. I mean, at the end of the day, the reason I thought, I I mean, I don't want to go too far with this. We'll come back to the subject because I don't want to lose anybody. Um, I realized something. You know, prison is not made for any person. It's not. So what ends up happening is if you don't understand what it is to be in such a solitude situation, solitary, Mm -hmm. you know, situation, understand that you'll probably crack your head up against the wall, kill yourself. Mm. So you wouldn't make it. Do better before you get in a situation like that. Right. So those are the things or images that pop in my head when I think about the fact that they brought me there so I could see something so vivid. I wanted this, and this might be extreme. I don't know if it'll scare them to death, but it might scare me. What about taking one to a funeral home? Actually letting them go in there. Actually letting them see. This would be you. If you follow the trends, you follow what's going on, you got to be cool. You know what? That's not a bad idea because a part of me says, you know, being a young boy... If they would have took you to a funeral home and you see that cold, well, I mean, stiff body laying there. My great-grandfather died when I was six years old, so you got to see a real body in your presence. A lot so. of people might say that might traumatize them, too, though. 
Maybe. Mm. It might be. If we don't have parents that nurture and guide, sure. Right. Do you think... Uh, Community. Another problem is, uh, you said discipline. We used to get spanked. When they took all that out the way, everything is child abuse now. You can't touch them. You can't whatever. What do you think? What are your views on that? And your on, honest views? On discipline? That, like In that way. With the uh, funeral home situation? No, spanking. I said we used to get oh, spanked. No, no, no. I mean, look, look, look. There's a teaching or a proverb that says something about uh, never sped a rod, mm-hmm. right? So the idea or, or concept associated with that is it's not that you beat the sheep. Yeah. You prod them along the way. Mm-hmm. In other words, you just guide them with the rod. Right. So it might hurt a little bit, but you're just getting them back on the path. You're not right. beating them to death. <laughs> of course See, one, not, man. One of the problems we have with the idea of spanking is maybe something that means beat them to death. Right. Right? It's just a little prod. Right. So I'm a firm believer mm-hmm. in prodding. Yeah, I'm not... The type of person, like you said, beating to death. If a kid, when I'm talking to them, they listen to me, just my voice, my look, the thought of disappointing me is enough. But at the times I had to spank them, it hurt them more so, not physically, emotionally, because they were more hurt because that's not something I do. If I do that, it's serious. <laughs> it had to be a serious thing and something that you needed to remember. So it sounds like it hurt you more than it hurt Yeah. <laughs> something you need to remember. Kids know me, man. They, my, they call me T.D. Didi. What they always, what, my rules, when you go to T.D. house, I always say, what's the rules when you get to T.D. house? And they always say, don't do anything that will require you to have to get up to say something to us. And then that's the problem. I let kids be kids. Mm. Bad, tear it up, do whatever. I mean, within boundaries, as we talked about before. Right. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, don't go too far. But other than that, be a kid, man. Right. But see, if we don't have... Okay, so we talked about discipline, right? We mm-hmm. talked about spanking, which right. all of that is in the same concept. But communication, instruction is a part of that same type of discipline. That's right? the bigger one. Or structure. That's right? the one I prefer. So the problem is parents, as we say, we don't want to be the soft concept. In other words, I'm going to do better than my parents did in the sense that I'm not going to be so harsh. Right. You don't have to be harsh. You know, and that's one of the misconcepts that exists. Right. Discipline doesn't mean you're beating them. Mm-hmm. That Discipline comes in different forms. It could be the counsel, it could be the instruction, and sometimes it could be a spanking. It could just be no. <laughs> Simple as that. That's discipline in itself. Right. But one of the things that bothers me about it is that when you are soft parenting, mm-hmm. in other words, you're trying to be more friend than instruct, guide, and build a future within your child. Exactly. Help them deduce. Help them become a parent. If they choose to have a child. The problem with that is acting as if things will fix themselves become the issue. Right. See, my child was throwing a tantrum. They'll fix it themselves. Right. They'll get over it. So that's what communication come in. I, I, I believe in every time I had to uh, fuss at my nephews and nieces, I always gave them the reason why. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're like, I'm not, I don't have to explain to a kid. You're a kid and I'm an adult. I think that's out because mm-hmm. they're people. Mm-hmm. They're people with real emotions. So I think they should be able to express themselves. And when They'll I do people. something... I want you to know why I did it. I'm going to break it down to you why I did it. I didn't just do that for no reason. I don't just want to spoil your fun. I, I'm just trying to mess up your good time. I did this because this, this, and this. Yeah. And something as simple as that can be an answer. But see, you want to know one of the biggest problems? Mm. That takes responsibility. It does. And a lot of people don't want to have that responsibility. They've been at work all day. Right. They're probably dealing, dealing with uh, family problems. Mm-hmm. So they're distracted. Right. 
So it takes a little bit more energy to do that. And a lot of people is still just spilling over from how they were taught. You know, parents and stuff that grew up in the 60s and the 70s. And it's a different world. Combined it all. Right. So they're taking some of the things, good and bad. I mean, it was some bad stuff in every area. They're taking the things they were taught and they bring it on, bring it along to their kids. But they need to bring along some of the right things, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not just the things that they had problems with. It's kind of like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? When you're putting it on somebody else. Projecting. Blame? Projecting. Oh, projecting. Yeah, some things yeah. you might have went through, you projected onto your child mm-hmm. when that ain't even the issue they probably dealing with at the time. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that ain't cool, though. Right. I just, just hope the world get better, man, because I'm just, every other day, man, someone dying. It just, it's like, it's really like it's Grand Theft Auto out here. Yeah. You're not it, cool unless you're doing something like that. Makes, other kids are falling into that. But it makes me wonder are we that so self consumed that we don't care about our children. We care. You talking about as the parents? Uh, yeah, as people, as a community. They care. Again, we say it takes a village to build. The world's, the world, another thing, the world's moving so fast with technology, the kids know a little bit more about that world than the parents. You know, we'll, I mean, I know a lot of kids who so better again, on TikTok, again, who better on. Are the parents that distracted? They're not attentive. I, I mean, right. you bring me right back to that same question. I mean, are you not watching your child, being there for your child? And it doesn't mean that you're 100% observing them and you know every single thing, but opening up a dialogue, communication. But they're also getting caught up in the same world the kids are caught up in. Uh, adults on social media just as much. It's people so all day. All day. Yeah. All day on the phone. All day. All day. That's all we're doing now. Everybody heads down. Everybody's in the phone. They're not the only ones that's living in the fantasy world. Adults are not living in reality anymore either. Like, we're not interacting with people anymore the same way. Now, you interact with somebody on Facebook and you see them out in the streets. You don't even say hi. I mean, <laughs> if I saw you on the computer, that's it. I talk to you all day with dialogue about different subjects, but I see you walking around with my head down. I don't even see you, number one. I'm looking, I'm checking my phone. So, I think that's one of the biggest problems, man. Well, we'll go back to a simple principle. Mm-hmm. I remember one time I read an article that said that you should spend some family time when everybody got home. Whether you know, if if you had, you know, a relationship, you got a child. When you get home, when everybody get home, right? There's no TV, and that's no, unheard of in this world. There's no social media. <laughs> it's just we sit at the table together, right? And thirty minutes, technically. Is all the spirit needs. Right. I'm trying to see what could be done on a large scale because I'm trying, how many people actually listen to that and do that because the world is moving so fast now. Like Even the parents can't slow down. Like you said, They're working. They got other stuff going on. They have problems. So what's a real solution to this to, in, a, right. in a grand scale? Do you think it would have to start with the bigger platforms? I mean, nope. Nope. It has to start in every single house. First of all, get out of the cog. You know, don't, don't be so robotic. You have to spend quality time, take a deep breath, enjoy every moment together. Mm-hmm. I mean, those principles will never change. There's nothing new under the sun. It's exactly the same, always, and never will change. Okay. No matter what society exists in this world, if you don't spend time together, nurture each other, then you're a fool. Yeah, that's the biggest one, man. And then our sons, especially in this type of society, right. will die before 25. Mm, that was some strong words, but yet true, man. It's happening. I know too many kids, even in my own family, I know a lot of them that died of gun violence. And they say right now in the United States from the age of 15 to 34, is the, that's the biggest age group that are dying right now. And, I mean, that's terrible. The kids are super insecure. 
Because looking at, like I say, looking online, you see everybody dressed down. And when they say to the nines, I sound old. You know how old I am when I say dressed down to the nines. You see that, and then they don't have this stuff, and they're killing themselves. Like, it's becoming that serious. I even have a family member. Like, I won't just put it out there, but young boy or whatever, and he, those words actually came out of his mouth. And he said, because I don't have the clothes they have. Cool. I don't have such and such. I don't have such and such. And he willing to get rid of his life yeah, because well, he don't have cloth, some song with needle and thread. But that's on us again, like I said, <laughs> man. We have to bear the responsibility of trying to prepare them for what they're about to deal with. Okay. See, we're so disengaged, we don't even see the future coming. Right. That's a huge problem. Like I said, it's coming so quickly, man. Every day is the future. Okay. Mm-hmm. We'll live in the present. Mm-hmm. Understand what's happening. Okay. Engage with your child. You know, one of the things about that 30-minute conversation or enjoyment together as a family, as a unit, right? you get to know your child. True. The child gets to know you. Mm-hmm. Y'all get to have discussions. Right. Understand what's happening in their world and your world just the same. Now, granted, you're going to give a little bit more affordance to the child because you need to understand so you can guide. Right, 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 right. I just, I'm sitting here thinking of another point when it comes to social media. When I was young, everybody used to fight. They used to have gang fights, big group fights. All you worried about was getting beat up. And then when you get beat up, only the people that were at the fight saw you get beat up. Now, you, you, you have a fight, you might get two million people laughing at you. That's another thing. If we did a lot of things that we got well, away with, and, and that, a lot of people didn't see. And that definitely <laughs> increases big, the suicide idea. That's what it is, man. You, know? you got you got two million people laughing, so now I'm not going to get beat up. I'm going to pull out a gun, and I'm going to get the best of you. Then yep. your life is over. Over. Your life is over. So, no yeah. more fighting, shooting right on sight. All right, so you kind of got to get ahead go, of that. We got to go back to home. It's always home. I mean, it's simple. What about, okay, people who don't have a male figure in the home, since we say that's the bigger problem. Do you think the older guys... Older generation step a community. up. community. Even if it's not their kid. You yeah. said that before. And just grasp on to Absolutely. But a lot of them are immature and haven't grown up themselves, and that's the problem. So then <laughs> others got to reach out. That's what we out. have to do as a community. That's one of the things that we're trying to do as people right now right. to connect with people is to make sure that we're aware of that fact. Mm-hmm. If we don't understand that if we don't have a community or a village to help our children, then we have a problem. Right. If there are no male figures in our communities, that means we have a definite problem, which we've been knowing for years. So this is an opportunity for all of us to start understanding something that we got to do better. Right. Mm -hmm. If we want a better society, a better uh, uh, environment for our communities or anything of that sort. If we want boys to exist in the future, because, I mean, at some point it sounds like we're eradicating them all. Right. But we got to do better. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about it. Let's and be don't be about afraid. It. Reach out. Like you see young kids, you see somebody doing wrong. See nowadays, everybody afraid to say something to a little kid. You might pull out a gun and shoot you for telling them something. So I well, mean, I ain't got that problem. But I understand. What I you mean, mean, it's it's a lot. No, of it's a real world. thing. It's a reality. It, it, it's a real You're thing right. that people are afraid of people now. Yes. Like yes. you don't you don't know which yes. way to turn, which way to look, because you don't know what's on the person's mind. We ain't got mind. no real love in this world, man. And, I yeah. mean, we got some false love though. Everybody want to pretend God is missing too. Oh, absolutely. God is missing. Absolutely. People have a choice now whether they want to go to uh, church or not <laughs> or have any kind of religion. They have a choice. Hey, you want to do this? You feel like it? I didn't used to have a chance to feel like it. It was, hey, get up. We're going. So they have, a lot of them haven't been too. introduced to, to God. So they don't have a higher power to even look towards. They're living right here in the flesh, and they don't, they don't realize what's going on. is way much more. Well, look, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. 
spirituality is supposed to be crucial to our existence in life. Mm -hmm. If we're not spiritual people, then we will constantly see this type of violence. Mm -hmm. You will constantly see the youth fade away. Right. And as the youth fade away, we have no future. Yeah, they are the future. I love how Tupac said it, man. (laughs) The future. (laughs) The future. If we're not building within our children, we're building nothing. Right. So the people in my generation, which was the generation right before these youth have come about, the people who lived in those impoverished neighborhoods, the people who lived those gang lives, and the people who you know, who lived that type of life that the kids are, are trying to live now, most of them have uh, jobs now. <laughs> they have jobs now, they're dead, or they're in prison. So they kind of had to get the message they realize what it's about. They grew up. And I think those people are the people that need to reach down and pull these kids up because they might actually listen to them because they get, their story will actually resonate with them. I lived that life. I lived in that neighborhood. I went through what they went through and look where I'm at now. I'd rather do this here and have a chance in my life than my friend or my homeboy that's dead. Like, you know, give them, like, go ahead. You make me think about generational stuff right now as you're speaking. Okay. Because that's the, kind of the wave you were on. Mm-hmm. And... You know, not that I'm trying to say I'm old or anything because I'm not. I'm very young. You are. So I take, you know, my great grandfather, 1903. I take my grandmother, 1933. And I say, I want you to understand the generational lap right Mm -hmm. there that's happening. Me, 78, right? Mm -hmm. So you take these laps. If we're not connecting this through the future and we're disconnecting that information, we're losing them. Exactly. I mean, we are just losing. Losing them. Exactly. That's why they seem so uh, uh, distant. They seem despair. Like space cadets. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like glossy in in, in sight. Right. They're shallow when it comes to them as a person. I looked at it another way too. Okay, let's say the guy I'm talking about has a job now. He's he's living his life. But when the kid was younger, he was living that life. He's been... I would say I ain't gonna say not so great father. He was living that life because I mean he still could have been a good father to his kid. The kids seeing this and they looking up to their dad or whatever. Like oh man, I want to be like that. He's gang life. He's smoking. He's having fun. He's out and about. He's you know he's doing those type of things. And they got older. Social media came out and they taking it to another level now. When your dad he was just I ain't gonna say he was pretending, but you know it wasn't at the gun. It wasn't they wasn't doing shooting and stuff like that. He was portraying an image he may have saw in a rap music video, what he saw when he was growing up, and he'd pass it on to you. And now y'all taking and y'all actually taking lives behind it, but they wasn't doing that. I, I was having that conversation with my sister now. So I mean, these kids are taking it to another level. <laughs> well, I'm gonna tell you something that most of us probably don't get. Sometimes, all of us technically are influential. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all capable of being influenced. Don't ever think you're not. Energy begets energy. And sometimes when you have a massive amount of energy, it can influence your energy. I don't want to get on a tangent. Simply put, peer pressure is real. Oh, yeah. So we have to be careful about who we decide to associate with. And who we decide to be in front of our kids. Oh, absolutely. Again, as the parent, you're supposed to be guiding them and nurturing them. Right. Providing them with the information so they can stand in this world. Mm-hmm. If we're not doing that, we're wasting our time as parents. I hate to say that, but we're wasting our time as parents. And I don't know why we decided to be a parent. And if we made the decision at the time and didn't understand this principle, right. let's do better now. 
Let's do better now, man. When you know better, you do better. Man, I had that phrase all in my head just now. It's time. It's, I mean, it's going to save your kid's life because it's, it's so sad. I'm a kid at a party, straight bullets, and it, it's, it's just crazy. Another point it. they had, too, with like a lot of suicide rates and a lot of reason why there's so much gun violence, too, is accessibility of weapons. Not even just kids find them in the streets at home. They say guns not stored safely. Kids have easy access to them. They're taking these guns. They're going... Shooting up everything, or they killing themselves. So I mean, that's a that's a big problem too, <laughs> right? So I don't know. At the end of the day, like you say, it starts in the household because we control everything that's in that kid's life. But what age you say it starts? You say around seven. Well, seven is the well for a little boy when when the T starts to kick in. That's specifically why I made that statement. You know, mm-hmm. testosterone for a little boy starts you know raging, right. uh, probably about that age. And if we're not careful in nurturing and providing them a little instruction and guidance, sadly, if there's no father figure, that makes it worse. So by the time they're seven, we might have lost them already. Right. From the age of zero to five, a kid is like a sponge, parents. Right. So you can kind of lay that foundation for everything. Go ahead and start embedding all that in their brain. Everything you know they're going to face, peer pressure, going to school, teens, uh, people putting value on material things. I mean, you are responsible. You can do that at that early age, and I, I guarantee you, it'll stick with them from here on out. If you if you constantly put that in them as they go through our life, basically, you can't never let go. You can't ever let go and just back off and say, "Hey, you're good. I taught you that at three. You got to constantly remind them that you're different. You stand out. You don't, you don't have to follow them. You can be an anomaly. You Absolutely. Be different. But see, that's why I go back to nurture and nature. Mm-hmm. You know, if you understood nurturing nature, you understand that you take uh, gorillas, monkeys, or whatever the case may be, right? You right. take that community because they say that's the closest thing to a human. They nurture for a long time. Mm-hmm. It seems short, though. Okay. But the way they nurture in that short period of time mm-hmm. is real preparation. Gotcha. We don't do that. You got to always keep your hand on them. We got 18 years. And we don't even do what the monkeys do. You got to always keep your hand on them. I remember my father keeping his hand on me for a long time. Still to this day, I can say the wrong thing. And he'd be like, now, nah, did you just say that? And I'd be like, uh, so, um, I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't mean that. Still like I'm a little kid, I still have that in me because they taught me that respect. They taught me that value. So you got to keep a hand on them. You can never let them go. You can never say they're too old. As long as you have that checks and balances going on, I think everything would be good. And we can, we can take a hand on it right now. Right, you don't have to wait till you have a fresh kid. They don't have to just be born. I don't care if your son's 16 right now. You sit down with him. You start making more time with him uh, aside from social media. And, I mean, you got to be that parent, man. We got to put our fist down. It's time. It's time we put our foot down. I mean, it's time we do what we got to do. That's the only way we're going to save these kids. If we have no direction, if we have no goal, we have no hope. We have no hope, man. With that being said, man, you got anything before we get ready to wrap this thing on up? Uh, just be about love and peace, man. If you don't understand happiness within yourself, you can't provide happiness in another. Right. Uh, let's try to connect and let's try to raise our children and make them beautiful because we're all supposed to be beautiful and we're all God's gift on the face of this earth. I mean, they are the future. And if we want that bright future, I mean, we got to get on it, man. It's up to us. Uh, I want to say a couple of things before we leave here today. Uh, once again, I want to say if anybody want to keep up with us on social media, go to at stroked S T R O K D underscore the podcast at S T R O K D underscore the podcast. That's on all social media outlets. And you can also to make it easier for yourself, go to www.stroked.com. 
S-T-R-O-K-D, the podcast.com. And once again, www.strokedstrokd, the podcast.com. And that way you'll be able to link in with all the social media uh, profiles. You better link in with all the avenues of where you can listen to it. And don't forget to like, share, and follow to be able to keep up with this. If you follow every episode, you get a notification. And you don't want to miss out because, man, we're we going there. We're we just starting off now, but, man, we're going to speed it up. Get stroked up with us. <laughs> As usual, you know what just happened, guys. You just got stroked. I hope you learned something. I hope we can do something to save this world. As usual, good night. <laughs>